That there were more than 24 hours in the day Even if there were 40 more I wouldn't sleep a minute away What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Grady. We're coming to you live from Vegas. We're in a hotel room. We're live streaming this on Periscope, Instagram Live, and YouTube. But it looks like Periscope's not working. YouTube and Instagram Live are working. Jake, how are you? Hey, hi, how are you? We're going to wake up the what people a day. in the beds next to us. What a day. A lot going on here in Vegas. We had a lot going on today. It was a pretty good day, actually, we, for us. We did a lot. I'm pretty tired. Pretty At different beat. parts of the day, we were the press, mm-hmm. we were the news, and we were salesmen we were not salesmen we were business people i don't know it was a big day when were we the news when we were chasing down bryce harper oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't remember that we didn't find him we so, didn't find him we looked for him we looked for him at the carl's jr funny town vegas is vegas is bizarre it's really weird vegas is a bizarre town like if i look to my right Jake said this the other day, there's private jets we can see that are a stone's throw away if I had um, a really you had like, a good arm. Like ph- phenomenal arm. If you had a good arm. If you had Mahomes' arm. And if it was like a stone in the shape of a paper airplane. Yeah, I'm actually taking credit away from people just because I've heard a lot of stories that are like, yo, someone performed a performance in L.A., and then they were on in Vegas two hours later. And now that I see the hotel, like the strip area from where the private planes land, like that's not much of a commute. That's easy. No, you just need a good pilot and a lot of money and a good plane and some sleeping pills so you can sleep. You don't on even the need a great pilot. You just need an average, everyday pilot. And you're here and you're in Vegas. What do you think makes a good commercial pilot better than a not like a an, another commercial pilot? Like literally just the landing. That's it. You don't think takeoff matters? No. When have you ever been like, "Oh, that was a rough takeoff"? Never. There you go. You've cracked the case. Viva Las Vegas. We did it. There we go. Um, what are we talking about today? Do you want to just go into the news? I think we got to talk about news. You want to talk about Elvis? You played the song, R.I.P. Died while while shitting, had a heart attack. Yeah. Was an yeah. actor. You learned that last week. Yeah. Uh, you never died while shitting. Well. Parts of you have. In maybe. theory. I shit blood in college once. Part mm-hmm. of me died that day. It's like, Fuck. College sucks. This is not what I signed up for. Tough. Here we go. Tri-State News. The New York Rangers lost to the Lightning 6-3. to Didn't get to watch a second of this game because we're in Vegas. But come on, Rangers, do better than that. That's a lopsided score. The Manhattan Jaspers lost by 40 
points to another yeah. team that they played. Didn't watch a second of that game. We're in Vegas. Also don't care about the Manhattan Jaspers. Cashman says the Yankees are out on Harper, and it's kind of ridiculous that the beat writers keep asking him if the Yankees, who are, spend a lot of money, usually are going to go after one of the best players in baseball. Uh, Cashman, shut up. Three-way Mets trade between the Yankees, the Mets, and the Marlins? Could it be? Will it be? Could it? Would it? Should it? Maybe when we wake up tomorrow, you guys listening Tuesday morning, maybe it's already happened. And that's about all we have for the Tri-State News. I know nothing. Yeah, I mean, we're in Vegas, so I didn't I didn't pay attention to a single thing. So I can't talk about any of these in depth. The Rangers lost to the Lightning, 6-3. to three. That sucks. Are you upset about the Jaspers? Really upset about the Manhattan Jaspers. They had a big tournament win one year, right? Didn't they have the one-handed guy that one time? Maybe. There's been a couple teams that have had that. I think the, the nickname Jaspers is unbecoming of a team from Manhattan. They don't jive, in my opinion, at all. Yeah, they've had some crickets and stuff. Um, the Jasper should be the team name from some podunk ooh. town in middle America. Yeah. Who are trying to be cool. Is a Jasper a thing? Yeah, it's like a, I think it's like a cricket or some shit. I think that's their mascot. Uh, Jasper, an aggregate of microangular no. quartz and or chalcodal. No, no. You like ge- geography? You like geology? What's it called? What's this stuff called? Geology. It rocks. You like? Ge- <laughs> I took geology in college, and what? Uh, like a one hundred one geology one hundred one. Okay. Only day I remember is we went to the beach one day, and the professor was like, look at these rocks. And we're like, no, man, we're just going to hang out at the beach. Yeah, that's not bad. Took I'll us, take you that. You took us to the beach. We're not going to go look at those rocks. I would say Cashman says they're out on Harper isn't news, but it is news because he said quotes that you can't take back. Like, normally a GM says quotes like, oh, you know, Bryce Harper's a really good player, but, I, I you know, I'm not sure if things are going to work out for us. And then if you sign Bryce Harper, you're like, well... Things kind of came together, and we were able to put together an offer, and Bryce really wants to come to New York, and things work out. Um, I, he, I, said ba- he said bad things. <laughs> he said we have outfielders. We have six outfielders. He listed all of them, including Ellsbury and Clint, which is L-O-L Cashman. And then he said, uh, he said like, it's quite crazy that you guys keep asking me about Harper. I've never said we're going to get another outfielder. I think this is coming off them meeting with Harper yesterday. I think Boris, my theory is that Boris is just an absolute dickhead. And the Nationals owner was just sick of dealing with Boris. And the Nationals owner came out and was like, no, we're not getting Harper. Just to spite Boris. Your your team, Boris, has overplayed his hand. Yes. I think all of the owners and, and, and Cashman are are calling Boris out on his bullshit. Like, Boris is trying to fight them all against each other constantly. Well, the Yankees have done this. Well, the Nationals have done this. And the Nationals and the Yankees are calling each other. Like, yeah, is Boris telling the truth right now? Is this really? And they both went to the media and said, Give us a range of what you guys have offered. That's what they're saying to each other. Yeah. Yeah, because Boris is saying you guys are offering 380 for 12 years. Is this true? So then Cashman turned to the media and was like, Quit it with the Harper stuff. We're out on him. 
and the Nationals owner went to the media and was like, quit it on the Harper stuff, we're out on him. So Boris turned to the Phillies and was like, oh, Yanks and Nationals, you got... And the, and the Phillies were like, well, we'll take 10 years, $100 million, because everyone else is out on him. We saw Jack Curry today and had a nice conversation, and he said he thinks the Yankees are, like, legit out. Yeah, but we're going to talk to him tomorrow. Yeah, and he's a hot boy, so he'll be on Talking Yanks. Hot boy is one of my favorite terms. You like uh, only what? because if you're a if you're a guy and you think you're a hot boy, you're such not a hot boy. But if you don't think you're a hot boy, you are a hot boy. Nothing I say should be important to anyone. I mean, when you say that after that statement, I sound like a jerk. Uh, <laughs> there might be a big three-way trade coming. Three-way trades are bizarre. So so much to orchestrate. Mets, Marlins, and Yank. Real Mudo, he's not coming to the Yanks, yet, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what's the most what's the most ways a trade's ever gone? I think there's been fours. I don't think there's been a five-way trade. That'd be like collusion. Five-way trade would literally to be a five-way trade. Like, you'd be super close to a trade, and then you'd call up a fifth GM, just be like, yo, throw him like your worst prospect, just so we can do this. You want in on this? Let's make history. Yeah. yeah. You Do you want to be in the tabloids for a day? Get in on this five-wayer. I'm going to Google real quick, MLB four-team trade. Because I don't even think this has happened. Drury was a three-team trade last year. No, nah, I don't think it's ever happened, man. I think it would be a headline that we'd be reading. We'll we'll research a little more, but that was good. Three's the most. Who's in the Periscope that I follow? Scott. What's up, Scott? What up? All right. Uh, we'll go on to the... what We, we covered everything. I'm yeah, gonna, I mean, we'll see. I, I think tomorrow we could wake up in a world where there's a really crazy three-way trade. I think right now it just feels like we're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be like... Yeah, the three-way trade was there, but didn't really happen. Well, apparently Brody Van GM has three-way trades with ten teams in place. Right. Because they want Real Muto, but they don't have anything that the Marlins want for Real Muto, I'm right. guessing. Why don't? Because they have win-now players, and the Marlins are like, oh, no, thank you. Never. Right. Win-now? <laughs> what? No, 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 no. We're going to win in five years. Yeah, we have... We're perpetually winning later. We have an agent who is a GM. We have a team that doesn't want to do any trades that would make them a better team. And we have the Yankees and Brian Cashman, one of the most established GMs in the league. So it'll be interesting to see if it plays out. That's a good point. Thanks, Jim. To reiterate what Jake said, you got one team that's not trying to win ever. Ever. You have another team who's got a rookie GM, who's really an agent, who's pretty brazen an and cocky. Yeah. And then you got Cashman, who has been a general manager since he was 31 years old. Right. What's, what is, he's what, he's what, 50 now? 51. So, so, 20 years. So 20 years out of his 51 years on this earth. Right. What's he, like five years away from so, half of his life he's been a GM of the Yankees? Two thirds. Two thirds of his life. Or one-third of his life he's been a GM. We should find out the official date when 50% of his life has been a general... It's when he turned 62. Okay, so whenever we should find out that date and send him a card and say, congrats, half of your life... 2029. And his birthday. We need to find out his birthday date. Okay. And we need to send him a card that says, congrats, 
50% of your time on earth, you've been the GM of the Yankees. Right. And then from then forward, we'll do every percentage. Congrats, 51%. He'll get sick of it eventually. Congrats, Brian. That is crazy. What have you done consistently for half your life? Yeah. All right, let's go to the national news. Burp the worm. In your National Football League, we're talking Monday night football, people. I got to tell you what, man. Are we talking Monday night football or are we talking other night football? No, it's Monday night football. The Seahawks murder the Vikings in a battle of nautical lore. Imagine a bunch of Seahawks beating up on the Vikings. This would go down in history. The Vikings would hide it, though, because they're the people that would tell the history because the Seahawks couldn't tell the history. The Nuggets beat the Grizzlies in NBA action, a game nobody should care about, but I bet on the Nuggets because I was kind of bored and I went down to the lobby because Jimmy was going nuts on his computer, so I just had to place a bet because I have an itch that can't be scratched. And in huge news, we have an inside track on the Orioles scoop Because, again, one of the reporters was my friend from leadership camp 15 years ago. But there is no Oriole scoop and nobody cares anyways. The Seahawks murdered the Vikings. What did you say? In a nautical lore? In nautical sea lore. Nautical sea lore. Vikings. Are those words? Maybe. So you're saying the Vikings, they've invented their boats that go upstream, which is crazy. I'm just saying if this is a real story. Yeah. If the Seahawks murdered a bunch of Vikings Mm -hmm. and there were witnesses, I mean, we would look at Seahawks in a much different light. You think a Seahawks ever murdered a man before? Probably like a rotting corpse, not a live man, um, but like a man who was on his way towards death. So is he dead already? Yes, I think so. I don't think you can give Se- a Seahawk credit for the actual death. Has a Seahawk murdered a man? This is what my whole life is. I just think of things you and know. then I, I Google them and like four team trade. I think a Seahawks murdered a man before. Maybe not a Viking, if they were wearing helmets. But So you're saying Vikings are on their way to go kill the Anglo-Saxons. They're going I down never said that. They're going downstream in their fancy new rafts. They, got, they invented the compass, so they're figuring out. They're following the land. They're going to go sack some priests, kill some monks, rape and pillage, and a bunch of Seahawks come out of the sky, shit on them, blind them, kill them. I never said any of that. All right. The Nuggets beat the Grizzlies? Why'd you bet on this game? Tell the people what you compelled know, you. So I'll go through the whole thing. So we we were in the middle of the day. We we got caught up in, in our hotel room. On a, Jam- pro- on a project. James was working on a project that I couldn't help out on. It's just not my skill set at all. You took a nice nap. So I, I, I didn't take a nice nap. I rested my eyes briefly. And so there was a moment where I was like, all right, I got to get a coffee. I'm going to do this. So I went downstairs, and I was like, you know what? Literally right right outside of the elevator, there's a coffee place. I'm going to go get a coffee, come back up. Coffee place was closed, and there was a sign that said, go to the Starbucks. This coffee place is closed. So I said, okay. How much do you think Starbucks paid him for that? So it's the Starbucks is right past the sports book. 
So I walked past it, and I'm like, okay, Monday night football tonight. I'm going to place a bet. So I looked. It's, it's, it's Vikings, Seahawks. Seahawks, Seahawks, if you looked at their resume, they've beat a lot of good teams. The teams they've lost to are pretty good this year, and they've been hot. And Russell Wilson's stats are so much better than Kirk Cousins. You got to land this plane. So I was like, all right, I'm going to bet the Seahawks. Okay. So I bet the Seahawks. Nice. So I had two $25 chips. So I was like, do I put it all on the Seahawks? But no, if I lose all my money on the Seahawks, I'm going to be super sad. So I was like, I'm going to place another bet. And so I was just looking at the NBA board, and the Nuggets were favored by two over the Grizzlies. And I was like, oh, my Nugs. They're going to do it. And I almost thought about reverse betting myself because I'm not good at sports betting. But both hit. And so I'm the biggest winner in the world. And so I know football, I know basketball, and I know the inside scoop on the Orioles. So I'm basically untouchable right now. Nice. So there's no national stories. What? What we got to there. Let's just do news. There's a lot of fun news coming up. You guys are going to enjoy the news. We don't even do halftime anymore. Oh, yeah. Let's do halftime. Halftime, Jake. The shows fly by when we're in person. It's much better when we're on the computer. Well, I was telling a nice story about gambling, and you hated it. Was... And then I could have made my Scooby-Doo noise, but you didn't want that, so I don't know what you wanted. The anymore. gambling story was was sl- going slow. It wasn't for you. No, I was painting a picture. And now you talk about the show going s- quick. I don't know, man. Let's see what people are saying. Uh-huh. Uh, how have <laughs> tables treated you today? No, we don't know. The Instagram's sideways, so I don't know what they're saying over there. It's a talking Yanks Instagram for Jake and John Radio. It's tough. Vegas and Jet Jet. Yeah, well, they've never listened to talk the this. Jake looks like Lucas Digny, a soccer player for Everton. Look up Lucas Digny right now. I lost internet on my laptop, so I, it wouldn't do the other search when I was trying to find out if a seagull has ever killed a guy. What about the other computer? Also lost. We're not on... Uh, YouTube anymore. So we can't look up Lucas Digny right now. Yes. That's brutal. <laughs> you look like him. Though. I'm assuming he's so ugly. Jimmy. We got a big Jimmy with an exclamation point. Lucas Digny, a soccer player. We're using both phones to live stream it, and then we have no internet on the computers. So I think that. Brutal. Do you have anything else about halftime? Lucas Digny. I'm living in fear of Lucas <laughs> Digny right now. <laughs> Looks more like Billy Slater from NRL. We're just naming random people. <laughs> you look like Jack Scavone. Someone just say young Tony Danza and we can move on. Tiny Dancer? Are you ready for these news stories, everyone? These news stories are good. I, uh, I'm going to be so bad the second half of this show. Okay, here we go. Jake's having a bad... Lucas Digny, and who's the other guy? Everyone enjoy your bad day. Is today Tuesday? Well, it's... Yeah, it's Tuesday. Jesus Christ. There we go. That's why Jake's so bad. Lucas Digny. He's a French soccer player. Okay, here we go. Is he hot? (laughs) Scale of one to (laughs) ten. Give me some Lucas Digny. (laughs) I bet a lot of people have paused at this point. Who's the other guy we talked about? Billy Slater and Lucas Digny. Oh, yeah, Billy Slater. I love him. Someone on Periscope that I trust, Google 
Lucas Digny and tell me if Jake looks like I him. S- uh, someone just said zero. And tell me if he, it's a compliment. I saw someone <laughs> say zero, so now we know. He looks like you with blonde hair. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so does Julia Louis-Dreyfus. No, no, no. she's no, got dark hair. No, 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 no. She doesn't look like you at all. Lucas Digny is going to be so ugly. Let's in. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. <laughs> Someone's complaining. Someone says they're complaining about professionalism. What the fuck are you guys talking about? We're, what do you mean? We're not professional. Although we do have media... Media credentials. All right, here we go. The real news. A Florida man known as the obese thief was arrested but is too fat to be kept in jail. Mm. 32 years ago, an Aeroflot pilot bet that he could land a plane with his eyes closed. He could not. He died. Love anniversaries. This is my favorite story. The United Kingdom is amidst a potty training crisis. 70% of primary schools in the UK say they have five-year-olds showing up still in diapers. Hey, the UK, quit shitting yourselves, maybe. Dennis Dickey is ordered to pay 200 grand for causing massive wildfire after gender reveal stunt goes badly wrong. Mm. Sorry, son, you can't go to college. I announced your life into this world by killing fires. No, he killed land with fires. A kid accidentally brings a blow-up sex doll to the school nativity scene. I don't see what's wrong with that. And this is my favorite, second favorite. China has collected and uh, asked for hordes of cockroaches, and they've corralled them by the millions to eat all the garbage in China uh, to help out. Play the news thing again, because that... I read the news yeah. today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. That's always going to make me smile. Here's, here's the deal. Which I'm, one do you want to go to first? So before we pick one, I'm just going to give Jakey abbreviations here. Obese thief. Yes. Pilot tries to land plane blindly, can't. Lost his own bet and his life. Five-year-old shitting themselves in potty training crisis. Mm Mm-hmm. Guy burns down woods in gender reveal. Yep. Kid brings blow-up sex doll to school nativity scene. Correct. Cockroaches brought together to eat garbage. Yeah. These are the options. <laughs> That's what's in the news, man. I don't control the news. This That's is what's tough. happening today. The obese thief is a fantastic nickname. I need to see this French soccer player, Gidney. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Where do you want to start, Jim? You want to start with the obese thief? Okay, I like everything about the obese thief. And by everything, I mean I just like his nickname, the obese okay. thief. And he was too fat to be in jail, which is great. But this, he was actually a, uh, like a fucking scumbag. Right. He, <laughs> he would get like eight milkshakes, and on the eighth milkshake, he'd be like, oh, this one tastes bad. There's a hair in this one, and then... And try to refund all eight. Well, that's what he would do. He'd just walk out and not pay. Freaking brilliant. He went to 7-Eleven once, and he ate five pounds worth of jerky, and then he said the last, <laughs> the last couple... <laughs> he said the last couple bites were moldy, so he didn't pay for those. And that was what did him, did him in, and they arrested him, 
And as he was being on his frog walk, when he was being mm. he was being walked to the cop car, he said, it was the jerky that did me in. So he was kind of a bad guy, um, the obese thief. He He's not in jail, but he's bedridden because he weighs 700 pounds. So they're like, well, the dude's in jail. So we're not going to we're not going to pay to keep that dude alive. We'll just let him rot in his bed and die. If this guy loses 500 pounds, mm-hmm. are we rooting for him? Because he's he's doing bad stuff that is outside of his weight problems. They're linked together, but they don't have to be. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, he hates himself. You don't get that fat and be, like, proud of yourself and your whole life. Right, but it doesn't mean you have to become a thief of food just because that's how you want to live it. You're working at 7-Eleven. We don't know that. No, you are. Okay. You're working at 7-Eleven. Thought about it. A uh, 500 to 700 pound man just fucking waddles and stomps his way into your 7-Eleven. Right. He grabs five bags of beef jerky. Right. And starts eating them before he pays you for them. Yeah. Well, you don't say a thing because you're like, oh my God, what's happening? What is happening? Did the zoo just come to my store? Or did I just watch this guy go feed it at feeding hour? <laughs> he takes the last bite, looks at you, says, those were moldy. <laughs> Leaves. Are you putting up a fight? I'm not. No. Like, okay, that was an experience. No, that's just, know what, you ha- know what your obligation is? It's nothing at the time. Well, no, the only thing you have to do at the time is like, dude, you just can't fucking come back here ever. Yes. Ever. You you smaller in, what, small in the door if with. If I ever see... 500 plus pounds of you come back here. I'm calling the authorities and I don't know what they're going to do with you because I don't know what they can do with you. Nothing. He's out of jail. The guy who won this bet against his pilot, do you think he was uh, happy to win the bet even though the pilot died? No, we've had a couple sad plane crash stories. Uh, Huey Lewis in the news. Um, Mm, Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly. Um, no, like, no airplane bet ends well. I think that guy's pretty happy. He's like, I fucking told you he couldn't land that plane blindfolded. He goes around every pub. He's like, you know, one time I bet a pilot that he couldn't land his plane blindfolded. And I'm like, oh, really? What happened? He couldn't land it. He died. And they're like, oh, dude, that's a sad story. Are you proud of that? And he's like, well, yeah, yeah I, I won the bet. Like, no, I think he's, he says it pretty organically, and they laugh like it's a joke. And then they don't, because it's a real story about a guy betting people if they can land planes, and they don't. Yeah. Why don't you just fake the blindfold? Like, oh, yeah, dude, oh, I was blindfolded. Have to. I was blindfolded. Cause have it, to. Because you... Oh, what if the guy who made the bet was in the plane with him? What a dumb situation that would be. No, you're not going to land this plane. Right. I think he couldn't have been in there. What about all of the UK shitting themselves? You got anything on this? I don't know, man. I mean, this is a whole kids and growing up and how you raise your kids and five-year-olds shitting themselves. I don't know. When, um, When are you supposed to potty train kids? I have no idea. 
Well, back in the day before diapers were mass produced, uh, majority, like 90% of children were potty trained by 15 months. Right, but diapers have been mass produced for... Since like the 60s, 50s. So that's, yeah, we're talking 60 plus years, so let's move on from that. Well, now it's around two years Okay. in America, normal kids. I might have been late, man. I don't have a lot of memories, Um, but I remember I got coerced out of potty training by a remote control car. So like I'm guessing I was what, like 3? What does that even mean? Dude, so I I wasn't good at being potty trained. Like I would pee and piss and I'd like hide it and I do stuff. But then like, I mean, I knew what the toilet was and what it was about, but I wasn't all in yet. What do you mean you would hide it? I don't know. Like I think there was a couple times when I probably pooped my pants and I like hit it hit it. Okay. Okay. Like, to be, like, I'm too old to be doing this. I, like, I, you're like a dog. A kid is like a dog. Like, I knew this was a bad thing, but it happened. So then I moved along and I did something else. But then I remember one day, they, like, uh, my parents approached me. And the fact that I remember this is scaring me, because now I'm thinking I was, like, nine years old. Yeah. But there was, like, a remote control car. And, or, no, they, they came up to me and they were like, Jake, like, what's it going to take for you to get fully potty trained? Which, again, like, why are parents approaching me on that? I'm a fucking kid. I think you were old, man. And then I said something like, no, I don't want to, like, never, blah, blah, blah. Like, a kid response, because I was a fucking kid. And then, like, literally, this is the story I've been told. So maybe I don't remember the story. Maybe it's just been told to me. But, like, literally, like, three minutes later, there's a commercial for a remote control car. <laughs> and I pointed at it on the screen, and I was like... <laughs> Get me that car and I'll potty train. <laughs> and they were like, okay. And then I was potty trained that day. <laughs> so, yeah, I was 16. <laughs> Jake, are you crazy? <laughs> Just walking around shitting your pants. Now I'm scared what age that is. Yeah, we need to get a, you need to, you need to text your parents. <laughs> like, when did I stop shitting myself? When you said you hit it at first. I went very caveman thought and just pictured you shitting in your hand and like digging no. in the flower pot. And See again, it. that's you. That's you. There. I know. That's why I had to clarify. Right. But I think you were. I think yeah, you were a late bloomer when it came to. How'd you learn how to pee in a toilet? What about you? I have no recollection of when I was. Okay, so you could have been later. <laughs> There's money on the board that you could have been later. Oh, I remember when I learned. My dad taught me how to like pee standing up. Because he put the toilet paper in a cross on the on the toilet seat and said, aim in the middle. Target, yeah. Target, and that's always fun. I think I was in on that early. Peeing in the toilet. I mean, that's... So you would pee in the toilet, you just shit your pants. That doesn't make much sense. Yeah, I don't know if this was diapers. I don't know. I, I don't know what stories and what's not at this point, but now the people know. How about how about the city the city the city of China? No, the country of China city saying of China. we've got a garbage problem in this giant country. There's trash everywhere. How are we going to fix this? And one woman raised her hand in the China clean up the garbage meeting in the Chinese government and said, how about the cockroaches? This is part one of a four-part story that the cockroaches take over China. Like, oh, we brought in all these cockroaches. Oh, they're eating all the garbage. Oh, they ate a couple people. Oh, they ate all the people. The cockroaches won. (laughs) There's videos of them corralling the cockroaches and putting them through this machine and then just dumping them all over the city streets at night and, like, clean up the trash. (laughs) That's how you end up in a cockroach robot world. This sounds like that scene in Always Sunny when he's like, oh, I was smoking cigarettes. Why? To cover up the fact that I stepped in dog shit. Yeah. (laughs) 
We got a lot of garbage. Fixing uh, a problem with another problem. Should we hire one of the thousands of millions of people that live in our country and don't have jobs to clean up this garbage and create no, jobs no, like no, no. FDR and the New Deal? No. Cockroaches, know? bro. Lamp cleaners and street sweepers? No, 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 no. Put the cockroaches to work. What are you doing, China? Weirdos. Have you ever tried to fix a problem with a problem? Mm. I don't know. I so would... I, I have one good example. Okay. It's... I won't say it's embarrassing, but it's like it's a sign of a bad brain. So I used I used to travel a lot for work and I was the young guy that used to travel. So I'd go out and like they'd be like, Oh, young guy in town, we gotta take him out drinking. So I'd go out drinking like Tuesday through Thursday, then I'd come back and I'd be with my buddies and we'd drink Friday through Sunday. So I was just drunk all week. And it was tough. It was brutal. It was warfare on my body. So during the weeks, I was like, yo, I got to stop drinking. So I'd stop drinking. And I was like, oh, good. But to replace it, I was like, yo, maybe I'll just dip a little bit. So I'd throw in like a little dip. I'd get a little twisted up. And that was my night. And then I was like, wait, have I stopped myself from drinking by dipping a little bit? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you're the dumbest person I've ever met. Mm-hmm. So I stopped dipping and I started drinking again. Nice. So that's a problem with the problem. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I got nothing really like that. A tough look for me. I stopped drinking beer because I wanted to lose weight immediately. Right. Uh, which I did. I lost 20 pounds in the first month, and I didn't do anything Show else off. besides just stop drinking beer. Well, I was drinking a lot of beer. And I had a lot of beer weight. But to counteract the stop drinking beer, I would just drink a bottle of wine every Friday night. Right. Full bottle. Yeah, that's a problem with the problem. I'll count it. It counts. It counts. All right, time for the next segment. Jake is, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Tuesdays. What's worse? I'm going to read them all, then you're going to choose. What's worse? Okay. Being stuck in crawling traffic for an hour or stuck on the tarmac for an hour. Steps that are too wide for your stride versus nothing. I forgot to fill that out. <laughs> uh, you get every push versus pull on doors wrong versus one corner of your bed sheet refuses to stay Stop. on. Stop. Well, yeah. That's the one. That's what you want to do? So every push-pull door yep. you go up to. You get it wrong. And you're just wrong. Yeah. You push it and it's pull. You pull and it's push. Or the one corner of your bed sheet refuses to stay on. And it's the side where your head goes. It's not your girlfriend's side, because who cares about that? Right. Yeah. Okay. What's worse? Initially, I'm leaning push versus pull door. Mm-hmm. But this is because I'm partially lazy. So, like, I hit a point where if the corner comes off the bed, you just go, like, all right, I'm living with this for the night. Yeah, I'm not like that. That's that's like yeah that that is a difference. In that's my that's me, not you. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're doing this game. Yeah, yeah. That's... Like every push versus pull door, I think I'd hit a point where like you come up on the door and you're like, okay, like I got this one, and then you think you have it, you go for the pull and it's a push and you're like, are you kidding me? Was... Like I I just think at the end there's no end to push versus pull. Where corner of the bed, you just have to admit defeat, and then you're fine. I couldn't sleep on the bed if, if the sheet was coming up. Okay. I'd either have to take it fully off 
or I just I just keep waking up every hour and just slamming it down, and I'd be getting frustrated. Like right. fucking stay down. I'd get out of the bed in the middle of the night. I'd go like on my knees and pull it and try to like, like, like fix it in there so it stays. Mm. And I'd get so frustrated. That would, it's definitely that push pull. You do it. Someone sees you. You get to make that joke like, aren't all humans dumb? We all do this, and then you move on with your day. It's very quick. Right, but I'm saying that happens. That happens once or twice in a normal day. I'd rather and you play through that. I'd rather ruin my time walking through doors than ruin my time sleeping. Sleep's very important, and I'm bad at it. Already. Right. I'm just saying. I I think I can sleep through that. Where the push versus pull, like I'm I'm the kind. So he, I think this is something that's kind of interesting. People talk about being competitors, and they're like, "Oh, this athlete's the greatest competitor I've ever seen." Blah blah. blah. There's a lot of people that are competitive, but like I was never going to be a great athlete or anything. Like, I think that's a great case where my competitiveness kicks in, where I think there's a point where I'm like, I'm going to finally get a push versus pull. I'm I'm smart enough where I'm going to get one of these push versus pull. And then I don't, yeah. and I think I just freaking snap every time. Yeah. Corner of the bed, sleep through it. Yeah. You're a coffin sleeper, though, and a good sleeper. Coffin sleeper, good sleeper. I'm a stomach sleeper, and I put my head right on the corner because I like to let my arms down. Oh, off. if you're on the corner, yeah, that's a tough time. I think I, I think I lean into it even harder, and I take the corner that doesn't wrap around the bed. I put, I probably wrap that on myself, almost peacocking a little bit, like a, like a toga. Like, oh, you don't want to stick on the corner of the bed? Well, you're with dad now. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. All right. T-Quad, Twitter question of the day. T-quad. Albert, we're going to do a couple. Albert, is cereal cold soup? I wish the mm. internet worked right now. What's the definition of soup? I mean, soup has to be liquid that you're drinking that's part of a meal? My thing is, I think that the word hot may be in the definition of soup, meaning right. that... The fact that's like cold soup is an oxymoron. I'm gonna say no, because I think soup is cooked with the ingredients. Cereal clearly becomes comes before milk, or you could have cereal alone. Boom roasted, Albert. Mm. So we're gonna go no. Suck our dicks. Wow, tough break, Albert. Heard the St. John's are gonna lose uh, at one point. At some point this year. Big dogs or little dogs? I mean, big dogs. Big dogs all day. Big dogs because little dogs are one step one step away. You know from what I will say? Making me kill myself. If a little dog is nice and goes full stuffed animal for a little bit, that's pretty incredible. No, I don't like that. That's almost dogs. like having a baby, and you love babies. I don't see the comparison at all. A big dog versus a little dog. It's like a big human versus a little human. A little dog comes up and lays on your chest and is like asleep and vulnerable. It's like a baby. Not into it. But I don't really like dogs. Right. But you love babies. I like my I love babies. Huge baby fan. Picture a baby being a dog. Only reason I'd want to be a politician. You get to kiss all those babies. I think that's a creepy thing. Yeah, man. That's creepy. Don't love that. That was a joke. Kissing other people's babies would suck. A lot of ugly ones out there. What's something that gets you irrationally angry? 
Mine is those dumb wire hangers you get from the cleaners. They get stuck into each other at the most inopportune times, and it infuriates me. Oh, I had a thought about hangers the other day. Thanks, MEG, for the question. Remember the other day when Teach called in and he said, when you're waiting for the subway and the subway door opens right. and it's magical and it feels so good? I have a thing that I've, that I've had this my whole life. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a moment like that that makes me feel so happy that is completely fucking meaningless. Okay. It's when I have all my shirts that I have to hang up in my closet. Right. So I go grab a, just a handful of hangers. Right. Okay. And then I put them all in the shirts, and then it's the perfect amount. And I didn't do right. any math or any calculating like gra- at all. You grabbed I eight just, hangers, and there were eight shirts. Eight shirts. And, yeah. it was, and I didn't think about it as perfect. And I put that last hanger in the last shirt, and I'm like, <laughs> how about fucking this? That was awesome. It's just one of those things nobody cares because it's what gets you irrationally angry. Yeah, yeah, but I just, it was a hanger thought. That gets me irrationally happy. Yeah. Uh, rationally Again. angry. I continuing with the hanger thing because we're there. If I take a shirt off of the hanger, like I take it off of the rack, and another shirt comes down unintentionally, I am livid. <laughs> I am so mad. <laughs> like this was not part of your job. Like it took enough to hang you up there, and now you're gonna come down with the team. So I get that on the irrationally angry scale. Um, as I've mentioned previously. If I if I lose the remote or my phone, yeah, you have said this a lot. And I know it's around. If I don't find it, I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah, and you lose you lose remotes a lot. I lose the remote a lot. Almost every time when we live together, I just knew to check in the couch cushions because you stuff them down. Like it's it's to the point if you live with me, you know I've lost the remote because I won't change the channel. <laughs> so like I'll be watching it'll it'll be like curling on ESPN and someone'll walk in and just be like oh so y- you lost the remote again and you're just living with it. I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. So why would I put myself through the anger? I hate walking into a room or into a store and forgetting why I went to that store. Ooh, okay. I went to CVS the other day. I got in my car. I drove to the other side of town. I parked the car. I walked out of the car. I went through the sliding glass door. I walked in the CVS. I took two steps. I stopped. I said, what the fuck did I come here for? Why am I in the CVS? And I was like, there was something. Right. I mean, there was something that made me do everything to get to. And it's like, I can't give up. Right. It's going to come to me. And then it, and then it, it didn't. I just left CVS. That's tough. I was f- so fucking mad at myself. I think I have more of a millennial young people thing that I think they can relate to. Or, or this is something that gets me, but I assume it gets other people. If you're having one of those bad days where you're just checking social media or other stuff too much, mm-hmm. if you open Instagram, close Instagram, and then immediately open Instagram, I just get so mad at the human I've become. Mine is, and this is probably every other day. No, I've done that. But when you're listening to a podcast, and then you're like, "I got a lot of apps open right now. Let's close all these apps." And then you swipe up to close all the apps. Yeah, you swipe up the podcast app or Spotify. It's like you fucking. You're listening to that, right? You're so stupid. Use your brain for more than a second and don't close that app because you're listening to it right now. Right. That's pretty frustrating. Bingo. Bingo. All right. What do we got tomorrow? No right. idea. We're going to winter meetings. We're going to be walking around with the microphones, doing some Talking Yanks interviews. It's got to be a big trade tomorrow. 
So we're, that's what we're going to be watching. There's been nothing. Yeah, maybe this trade with the Yankees. I don't think this trade with the Yankees is going to happen tomorrow. But Maybe I'll win another sports bet, but I'll probably lose it because that's kind of how this works. Yeah, bad better. All right, well, if you were on Instagram Live or Twitter, or what is it, Periscope right now and, like, hanging out with us, I know that this isn't... Periscope, talking it's not, Yanks. It's not what they follow us for. They follow no. us for talking Yanks. So if we've if you, spurned you, we're sorry. If, no, but if you hung through, we do this every day, Monday yeah. through Friday, one hour. It's actually like 40 minutes to an hour. Local news, local sports, national sports, weird weird news stories from the day, and then there's usually a theme. Today was uh, what's worse, because Jake hates Tuesdays. Everyone enjoy your bad day. That's Jake talking about Tuesdays. Not a Tuesday guy. And the other six days of the week, I'm a pretty nice fellow. Get out of the way on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of this show, and we'll see you tomorrow. Wrong button. What's the name of the hockey? Idiot. What's the name of the soccer player? Aaron Gideon? No, it was like two ticky ticky. Two a ticky ticky. Two a ticky ticky. See ya. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day. Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva!